1: My name is Tanya Friedman. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Kinetics USA. We help healthcare organizations all over the United States with their nursing shortage by bringing in internationally educated nurses. And I have with me today, Don Hudson. Hi, Don, welcome. Hi there. We also have Allison Bakewell. Hi, Allison. welcome. And then we have Netra. Welcome Netra. Yes, hi, Estelle and Angelique. We have a full Um, panel today. So, very, very exciting. The topic today is New Year, New Career, how to find your dream job in the United States, everything that you need to know about a resume, how to put together a a resume for the United States, uh, everything that you need to know about how to prepare. for an an interview, um, what are the kinds of questions you might expect, how to prepare for those questions. We're gonna be talking about virtual interviewing, how to interview over the internet. We're also gonna be talking about cultural differences in interviewing, so please stay tuned and we've got a full packed hour for you with all the things, everything that you need to know about interviewing and preparing for that interaction with a US employer. So um, I'm going to start off with introductions, so I would love it if everybody on the panel could introduce themselves, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Let's start with Alison. (laughs)
2: Hi everyone, Alison Bakewell. I am a nurse, I graduated with my bachelor's degree many years ago and worked in a hospital for a number of years And after that, I have uh, been in recruiting for also a number of years. And uh, I work for, right now, a very large nursing home company headquartered in Michigan. And uh, we have started to bring in some international nurses, and we love it, so we want to get some more.
1: Perfect. Thank you, Allison. I love the fact that you come from a nursing background and uh, you've interviewed a lot of international nurses already. So I think it's going to be really interesting for everybody. And I think it's going to be really interesting to hear your perspective. Netra, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yes, ma'am. Hi,
3: hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Netra Waddi. I'm from India. I'm graduated from India. So Institute of Nursing Education is my you know, college of nursing where from where I completed my graduation. <laughs> and I'm working in government Hospital here in Mumbai, in India. Uh, since last around 20 plus years, I have a work experience, bedside work experience I have. And uh, now I'm looking forward to reach out there. I'm in a queue. Uh, next week, I have my visa interview.
1: <laughs> so I'm hoping-
3: You're coming to us,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Netra's coming to Siena, so we can't wait. We're so yeah. excited for you, Netra. How long have you been trying to come to the United States?
3: Uh, actually, in 2007, okay. I started with this process, but that time I, uh, I passed all my examinations, like NCLEX, CGFNS, IELTS, and everything was actually completed, but my interview got postponed, and there was retrogression for around uh, 12 to 13 long time.
4: years.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so we saw starting...
3: through kinetics my dream are going to oh, fulfill
1: just through kinetics yeah, <laughs> yeah. allison's doing the happy <laughs> dance <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> for you. Yeah. excited for you netra after all these years yeah. to be able wow. to Great come idea. through to yeah. the united states congrats we are Thank so um, happy for you that you have been able to um, to make your dream come true. And we're gonna you're gonna be sharing your story about your interview process with Sienna yeah. and what that was like. So it's gonna be really interesting from a nurse's perspective. We also yeah, have you. Keith who's just joined us. Hi, Keith. Welcome.
5: Hi, good morning, Tanya. How are you?
1: Good, good. And um, Keith, do you wanna tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your background?
5: Sure. I've been a nurse for almost 26 years and I'm a nurse podcaster and freelance writer. And my main job these days actually is as a career coach for nurses. I work with nurses all over the U.S. and around the world.
1: Thank you, Keith. So Keith is our expert today. We've got a really fun panel because we've got two different clients. So I'm going to call on Don to introduce himself next. We've got Keith, who is our expert. And then we've got three nurses who are going to be sharing the experience of putting together a resume and the interview. Don, go ahead and introduce yourself, please.
4: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Don Hudson. I'm the Chief uh, Talent Officer for Methodist of Healthcare in, in Tennessee, a uh, beautiful state. i uh, love for you to come uh, visit us here. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to live. And uh, I am I'm honored to be among so many great nurses uh, today. Uh, I am not a nurse. (laughs) So uh, my wife is a nurse and my daughter is in college uh, studying to be a nurse. She will graduate in December from college. So uh, we're super excited. I think it's it's a fantastic uh, career. Uh, it's, It's very much needed in the United States. And Uh, you know, we're very excited about our partnership with Kinetics and, and their partnership uh, with each one of you because, uh, it's, it's a partnership of caring and that's what we're all about. We're about caring, uh, for our community.
1: Thank you, Don. Well, you're almost a nurse with your wife and your daughter. and and working with so many nurses every day. Um, And we certainly love working with Don and with the Methodist um, team. And I think Don is also gonna be able to add another perspective because he is coming from a healthcare system, but different to Alison, he's coming from an acute hospital system. So I think that's kind of an interesting perspective. Um, Angelique, do you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself?
6: Hi, I'm Angelique, and I graduated from UST here in the Philippines. I've been a nurse for six years already, and currently I am assigned at the Cardio Telemetry Unit in the Medical
1: City. Okay, thank you Angelique. And do you want to tell everybody how long you've been wanting to come to America and and what's your latest update on your case?
6: Oh, I've passed my NCLEX last 2018, and I'm flying to the U.S. this uh, March. Okay. Yay!
1: Very excited for Angelique. Tell everybody where you're going, Angelique.
6: Oh, I'm going to be with Bassette at Cooperstown, New York.
1: Okay. Angelique is going to a, a, um, a teaching hospital in upstate New York.
7: And last but not least, Estelle. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, Estelle Dietlis. I'm a registered nurse in South Africa. I've um, been spending um, 15 years in nursing and 15 years in training. So, uh, And i um, looking forward to moving to America. just had my visa interview this week ah. and uh, had some good news. I think we'll be receiving it soon. And um, we'll probably be flying end of March as well. Fabulous. I work in um, a hospital in Clarksop. It's a small rural area, um, so not a huge hospital, mm-hmm. um, and mainly med search experience. Okay. Thank you, Estelle. And uh,
1: for those of you who might hear similarity in our accents, Estelle and I are both from South Africa. That was my home country. Um, so um, I came here 21 years ago and a very proud American now. So um, South Africa will always have a very special place in my heart. Um, and um, we decided for Estelle, who's going to be joining us in America as well soon. Don and Alison, how's the job market for nurses in America?
2: Great.
4: <laughs> we have plenty of opportunities for nurses in the United States.
1: Lots exactly. of
2: opportunities.
1: Lots. And lots. there's really never been a better time to come to America than right now. There are more opportunities for international nurses than, I mean, we, I've been personally been doing this for almost 15 years than we've ever seen. Right now, the the visa bulletin, they're they're typically 140,000 visas available. This year, there are just under 290,000 visas available because um, a lot of visas were not used up in the pandemic. So, if you are thinking about coming to America, like Netra, Angelique, and Estelle, now is the time. Really, now is the time. There's never been any better time than now. Okay, so let's get started on our topic for today, which is. New Year, new career. How to prepare your resume? How to prepare for the interview? Lots of questions. So we're going to get started on the resume. And um, Netra, can you share with everybody how you prepared your resume when you were, when you decided you were going to try for the US again?
3: Ah, yes, ma'am. Uh, About resume, I can say that actually I was quite confused and I was unaware that uh, I need to prepare my resume and I need to submit. I was thinking that on phone, telephonic interview will be there and uh, it will proceed like that because in previous agency, I didn't do that. So my friend, one of my friends, uh, she's actually a kinetics nurse, Christine Matthew, I must be knowing. And through her, I came to know about kinetics and she explained the importance of resume. And how to prepare that. So I was searching something on YouTube and Google, I was searching, but she uh, told me to take help from Miss Jocelyn, who is my case manager, and she guided me how to prepare your resume. Everything means how to be that you know, so arrange all those things, all your experience, all your educations, and uh, Uh, the achievements all those things how to arrange so she helped me a lot and uh, christine gave me a copy of her resume to organize because uh, in same hospital we were working together in the same hospital so all together experience and all those things achievements were all about this same so with the help of that i organized my resume
1: okay so interesting for many nurses who are watching all over the world you might not realize that you need a resume Um, Because, you know, know. that was Netra's experience um, and it can be a little bit confusing to know how to start. So asking friends, asking your Kinetics USA representative, Googling it um, can be some options. Angelique and Estelle, how did you approach the resume? Let's start with Angelique.
6: Um, I wrote the basics like my name, my contact details, my educational background, And um, my seminars and trainings, my affiliations and references. I also asked my family members if they can proofread my resume so they can help me. Mm -hmm. And I also asked some of my friends um, on what to put, on what to add. And they also, some of my friends told me to add the equipments I know how to operate, and the cases I've handled. So my employer would have a background on uh, what kinds of patients and the cases that I'm able to handle.
1: Okay, so there's some good tips for Pro- getting people to proofread it, because the last thing you want to have, and I know Keith will probably talk about this, is any typos or grammatical errors or things like that. And Estelle, was your experience any different? Anything you want to add to what Netra and Angelique have said about putting together the resume?
7: No, no, it was quite similar. I think um, what was just interesting to me is that they, um, you know, what would, what they considered valuable was, for instance, the size of the hospitals, the how many beds the experience that you have, how big was the hospital and what kind of um, specialties you've worked in and just elaborate more on that. Because I think when they interview, they also wanted to try and determine what would be the best fit for you, you know. So they wanted to know about that. So, and also the biographical data, and um, that there were some things that would be in a curriculum vitae that, you know, we would usually in South Africa submit Um, information that shouldn't be in a resume and that was quite a surprise to me. So I do think you need to familiarise yourself with the format, um, you know, that they want. Okay, so there are also, I mean, in South Africa, we we
1: call it a CV. We don't call it a resume. I don't know if they still do that, Estelle, but when I was there 21 years ago, we didn't actually even use the word resume. We, we called it a CV. Um, and there, what were some of the differences? Like, what would you have put into a South African CV as opposed to a US resume?
7: Um, a lot more information like age, for instance, that I was advised not to include, you know. And um, so... The the format was also quite different. Um, I think more focused on, um, you know, recent experience um, and maybe even a little bit shorter. If you've had a longer career like me, it's quite a challenge, you know, and you don't want to put in too much detail, but you do want to give them an idea of what you experience. Typically, you'll
1: find US resumes are much more concise and to the point than maybe what you would find outside of the United States.
0: We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com/application. That's kineticsusa.com/forward/slash/application. On with the show.
1: Allison and Don, from a client's perspective. What are the what are the requirements that you're typically going to be looking for in nurses? First question, and second question, what do you like to see or not see in a resume? Let's start with Alison, ladies.
2: Uh, so uh, everyone covered it very well, but basically, a resume is a summary of your background, um, work experience, and education. And the only um, information that we really need would be your name and contact information. Uh, Sometimes we see age and religion and other um, areas that aren't typically included on a US resume. Um, So we generally are interested in your experience, but a short synopsis of the experiences. uh, If you had different um, hospitals or different uh, work locations, you would highlight each of those. And uh, also your educational background. And then um, any special trainings you might have or equipment is also very helpful. Um, And if any special accomplishments that you might have had if you were, um, you know, um, selected to be the educator for your unit or um, received any type of awards. um, We're always interested in those types of things. But one page, even for a long career, is not unusual um as long as it's you know summarizing in a few bullets bullet format is pretty popular as well uh rather than the paragraphs um so uh you know you can summarize a long career even on one page so one to two pages would be pretty common
1: yeah typically one to two pages um, so thank you for that insight. I think that's really helpful because it's it's kind of interesting for a nurse to be able to understand what the employers are looking for and what they want to see in the resume. Don, anything to add to what Alison has spoken about and how it might be different for an acute care hospital setting as opposed to maybe um, the long-term care or senior care uh, setting?
4: Yeah, for an acute care hospital, there's lots of opportunities for a nurse uh, to, to help. So we'd like to know what your experience is in the different um, types of units. So, so what's real important for us is uh, mm-hmm. how, how, what hospitals have you worked in? Uh, how long did you work there? So the years uh, and even the months that you worked there. So we, can, we wanna be able to count experience and, and we wanna ba- basically add up all your experience from all the hospitals that you've worked in at bedside so we can give you credit for that because that affects the salary. We we pay our salary based on how many years of experience that you have at the bedside. So it's very important that we can count up the number of years and the number of months that you've worked at a different hospital. It's also important to us that we know what type of work you did at the hospital. Were you a medical surgical nurse? Were you an intensive care nurse? Uh, were you an uh, emergency nurse or an OR or operating room nurse. So, so labor and delivery, all those kind of things. So we want to know how long you worked uh, in each. And, and ultimately, we, you know, when we talk to you, interview you, we want to know what you're really passionate about. What type of nursing uh, are you passionate about? And what do, you, what do you want to work when you come here uh, so we can help get you to a place where you can be most successful and, and enjoy it the most?
1: Okay. Thank you, Don. So you raised a really important point, and that is about the years and the months. I think that very, very important to include that. And a lot of international nurses might not realize that. Um, I think the good thing just to mention is that from a Kinetics USA perspective, we focus on direct hire which means that you are employed and sponsored directly by the healthcare facility. And the big advantage of that is that you get credit for your years of experience overseas. So you get paid the same as an American nurse. And that's why, as Don says, those years and months are critically important because they really want to give you credit for whatever experience you've had. Like Estelle, if you've been doing it for many years or Netra for many, many years, You want to get you you, you want to get valued for your experience. And U.S. hospitals and healthcare organizations want to give that to you. So that's really important to include in the resume. And as Alison said as well, I just want to raise one thing is, you know, we see resumes where people have put in things like their age or their religion or sometimes even their weight. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to put my weight on my resume. But that's not uncommon overseas in the U.S. You will never see that. On a resume so those are the kinds of things that you can cut down and focus on the work side and Keith I know that you have a graphic a slide where you kind of like sum up the guidelines can you walk us through this uh summary and an overall takeaway of what to include
5: sure and there's some things I'll add Tanya that um we didn't include here but mm-hmm. contact information is important like was said earlier name um, Phone number, email address, and also the city and province or state where you live so that they have an understanding where you're coming from. Um, Email address. I actually also like to include a professional summary. Oftentimes, a resume will just start with experience or with. with possibly with education. But I think a short paragraph or two summarizing who you are and what differentiates you from other candidates, what makes you special, I think that's really important. And sometimes we'll include a highlighted skills section, and this will be a section with bullet points of what the specific skills are that you have that are really related to the position for which you're applying. And I want to emphasize that, that your resume should reflect the skills and experience you have pertaining to the position to which you're applying. Okay. You really want to be very targeted in your resume. Look for what they're looking for, and then use the resume as a way to communicate to them that you can fulfill what that particular facility and unit is looking for. So The highlighted skills might be that you understand how to use pick lines or mid-lines or trachs and uh, ventilators, etc. Uh, your professional experience is what everyone's been talking about. It's a list of where you've worked, how long you've worked there, and some descriptions of the facility like was said, how many beds, what type of facility, is it academic teaching facility, is it a research facility, is it a level one trauma center, etc. Employers like to hear about that and know the details of where you've worked. Licenses and certifications is pretty uh, self-explanatory. They'd like to know any certifications you have. So, I know sometimes nurses are a little shy about what we say here in the U.S., which is you know tooting your own horn or or really. Um, quote unquote, bragging about yourself, but it's not really bragging when it's true. So if you can list the certifications or awards or special things you've accomplished, that says a lot about who you are. And community service and volunteerism really shows your, your uh, gives a more well-rounded view of who you are. And especially if you've done community service or volunteerism related to healthcare, or nursing or medicine in some particular way. And honors and awards if applicable. Those are things that can make you stand out. You've been chosen as nurse of the year or you've received an award from your unit, etc. These are also ways to make you look different than other candidates. It differentiates you. And something you don't want to include is everything that's been mentioned already, age, weight, Religion, etc. Also, your hobbies. Uh, People will sometimes include their hobbies. It's not something I recommend uh, including on your resume. And also, an objective statement. Uh, It's been very common for many years to use an objective, which is uh, seeking employment on a med surge unit where I can um, learn new skills and work as part of a multidisciplinary team. That's kind of understood and. I, I like the um, the professional summary instead, which talks about your your hard skills, which we call you know the skills you do with your hands, those task-based skills, like using a vent or or dealing with tricks. And what we call here in the u s soft skills, your skills in communication, collaboration, emotional intelligence, those also can differentiate you and show that you really understand. Um, how to communicate and be part of a team and create really strong, effective nurse-patient relationships. So there's much more, but those are some of the the most important basics.
1: Okay, great, Keith. Thank you so much for summarizing that, because I think it kind of puts it into one nice summary and overall guideline of how to actually go about putting together the resume. So that takes me to the next segment, which is the the pre-screening that happens on the kinetic side. So our recruiters, we like to call them our career matchmakers and um, they have a list of questions that they will ask you. And we have a graphic that shows that list of questions. And these are some of the things that they're going to be asking you to see where's going to be the best fit. So they'll ask you about what type of cases you worked with, what climate you're looking for. If you are looking, for example, to have a white Christmas, we're going to place you with Allison in Michigan. If they say, um, if you know, you say I really want a reasonable cost of living um, and a place where I can save a lot of money in a, Good area. Well, maybe they're going to place you with Don in Tennessee. They're going to ask you your number of beds. They're going to see if you've got your MPlex, your IELTS, nurse patient ratio you've worked with, what experience you've had, what equipment you've used, if you've u- worked with electronic medical records. So these are some of the questions that our career matchmakers will ask you. And our methodology is to then look at the things that you're looking for to find you the best fit. So if you say, I really, you know, I have a sister in Tennessee. Well, then we want to place you with Don because, you know, if if you have the skills that he's looking for, we want you to be close to family. So that's really typically how our career matchmakers work. And um, let's talk about the interview process. So preparing for the interview is really important. Interviewing is actually really a skill. I think for many nurses, they don't realize it's a skill. Um, and it's something that you can learn. So
7: um Estelle, tell us how you prepared for your interview.
1: Thanks, Tanya. I
7: think um probably the first thing is to manage the nerves a little bit, <laughs> you Ooh. know, and I think the preparation helps with that. So um um I tried to 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 sort of think what kind of things they would be interested in, you know, so there was a preparation I did from a practical perspective, making sure that um, because it was an online interview, that my internet was stable and checked that the site was ready, you know, that it looked okay if I'm on camera, that I was audible. So to me, that part of the preparation came in now, now that we have these more team um, meetings and electronic interviews. So that was part of the preparation. And the second part was trying to think what would they be interested in as much, uh, you know, and 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 not, and preparing for those questions. Like we all know they want to know more about you, you know, and you think you can just tell them, but it does make sense to decide beforehand what you want to share with them, you know, and how to share it in a clear, concise manner and not um, speak too much if you're nervous, you know, or if you're a very introverted person, not speak enough when you're nervous. So, um. I always prepare for these questions, I try to think of different um, possible questions they could ask around conflict management or assertiveness or things like that. And I try to think of scenarios I could share, you know, so I really sat down and did some thinking about recent experiences and, and what I wanted to share with them if they did ask about those kind of things. So I made a few notes, although I, d- I didn't answer, I don't read my answers, but I did put a few prompts for myself, <laughs> you know, against the wall that I wanted to remember if I'm nervous, uh, what I wanted to say. So just bullet points two or three at the back of the the screen that I, that I prepared for. So that was mainly it, um, you know, and then um, just make sure that you look I I made sure that I look presentable. I think it is important.
1: Absolutely, because it's still an interview. It doesn't matter if it's virtual. Um, It's still an interview, so you need to address appropriately and be professional on time, all of those things that we, we take for granted or that everybody knows about interviewing. So some really good points there, Estelle. So things like um, preparing, to and that really can calm your nerves somewhat because it is nerve-wracking, and it's really nerve-wracking to do it in a virtual setting where you don't have that kind of face-to-face contact. But preparing, um, I think, really, really important, and putting yourself in the shoes of the interviewer and what you think they're going to probably want to hear. Netra, was your preparation any different to Estelle, anything to add?
3: Uh, only thing that I want to add you is that about resume if you're honest with your resume, then you will be confident when you're uh, facing interview. So, my resume I prepared uh, means whatever experience I have, whatever equipment I have handled, patient ratio, and then drugs and cases I handle, my achievements, everything was there in my uh, resume was true and that's the reason I was confident for the interview but that was my first uh, this thing uh, one online interview it was because before that I attended Mm -hmm. white interviews but those were face to face but this was my first online interview experience I was anxious as ma'am told that That is really um, (laughs) law-breaking, but uh, I was confident with my uh, resume and that's the reason I could answer all those questions uh, about your basic uh, uh, education and work experience. And after that, she asked me about some behavior-based questions like, you know, about uh, how you handle certain situations. Uh, like she asked me about conflict management and uh, about, uh, you know, about uh, uh, about change. If there is any change, how you, you will embrace that change. So uh, I just explained whatever my experience, because my friend, one of my friends, she told me, they might ask you, so whatever experience, what your education, what you learn, how you are going to implement in the workplace, so that they are going to ask you. So, only thing whatever we are writing on our resume it will not work means how you are suppose i am a graduate nurse but and i learned so many things but at workplace in clinical area how you are going to implement that is very important and they want to hear that means whether you are able to implement it. if you have graduate, but are you confident in communication in conflict management in change embracing all those things you are doing that experience they want to hear from us so she yes. prepared me for that so accordingly I kept certain situation in my mind about conflict I kept one situation in my mind and okay, about so change about change I kept one yes. thing in my mind and so it was quite easy easier mm-hmm. for me so, so the preparation what I want to say is that preparation mm-hmm. is very important don't just go that I'm confident I'm confident that but little bit of preparation <laughs> should be there
1: yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you're so, you're so right. The preparation is really important. And, you know, if you have everything on your resume is true, if they ask you questions about it, you will feel confident because it's true and you've yeah. done it, you've lived yeah. it. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, as you and Estelle have both said, preparing beforehand is really important because the yeah. interviewers want to know that you have done your homework and you want to be able to share that.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.